5AA Breakfast. David Penberthy and Will Goodings. Weekdays from 6 till 9 on Adelaide's 5AA. 30 minutes after 7, perhaps naively, I kind of hope that in 2019, the days of getting club football club chiefs on to discuss the scourge of racism might be over. Unfortunately, it's not the case. And the latest example of this was over the weekend where Instagram was the vehicle for some vile racist taunt of Eddie Betts, good friend of this program, a legend in his community, legend in the football community, and just a great person. You know, we get to speak to him every single week. Um, just one of the most... Uh, kind, gentle and generous human beings you could ever meet. Hmm. And there is no one who is ever a legitimate target of this abuse. That that person doesn't exist. But if there's someone who's the furthest thing away from it, it's probably Eddie Betts. Yeah. Um, and Sean Burgoyne. And Sean Burgoyne for that matter too. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yet here we are with the Crows CEO, Andrew Fagan, on the line. Andrew, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. Hey, Penba. Hey, Will. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks for joining us, mate. As Will was just saying, look, our listeners are sick of this. We're sick of this, but nobody would be more sick of it than blokes like Eddie and Sean. What do we do about it? Is there anything that that can be done? Uh, look, it's a really good question, and and look, I think we know. Um, well, we continue to wonder uh, when it's going to stop. Just as you, you said in your opening comments, and um, particularly when someone's just going about doing their job, and particularly when it's someone who's as upstanding as Eddie is, and um, you know, so proud of uh, of, our, of who he is. So, uh, look, we know racism exists as well, um, and look, it's just really, really disappointing. I, I think that the things that you know, we want to do, and um, our Indigenous players have encouraged us to do, is to continue to call it out um, when it does occur, and to, to continue to keep educating. So, you know, that's what we'll that's what we'll do. And um, I know some people, uh, on occasion, you know, suggest that that's giving airtime to the people who make the comments in the first place, but uh, but look, I, you know, I don't think that's the case. I think it's important that we continue to educate and we continue to, to call out what is just disgusting, cowardly and abhorrent behaviour. Hmm. If you could identify who this person was, what do you think should be done to them? Look, I think they've got no place in football, and um, but you know, they, they clearly need to be educated and that's what you know, we've done in the past and, um, and other clubs have done in the past and the league has you know, supported. So uh, you know, at the moment, we don't know who this individual is or, or some of the other individuals who you know, posted comments over the course of the weekend, so but yeah, you know, we'll we'll work, try to work through that. Does no place today. in football mean a life ban? Well, I think it's. I think you certainly you know, again without preempting you know, anything. I'd suggest that there's a ban, and then um, unless you know you can identify that someone's um, been able to um, understand the you know the impact and the hurt that their actions cause, then I think they would have you know, no place to come back to again. Yeah, I know mm. it sort of varies Good. from player to player too, doesn't it? Because I, I can remember when the the incident happened um, a couple of years ago towards Eddie. He wasn't of the view that the that the woman who did what she did needed to be disciplined. He just wanted her to be spoken to to have it impressed upon her how how hurtful it is. But um, I just think that the overwhelming majority of people just had such a gutful of this, and, and the idea that anyone would would do it, be it shouting something hateful out at a game, which hardly happens these days. It just seems to be the, the coward's option of cyberspace where people think that they can get away with this sort of crap. Yeah, Dave, well, you, uh, like me and like most of the, um, the players involved in football, do have a presence on social media. I think we're all very much aware of how cowardly people can be there and um, how you know, they like to... It can be a form of hate and outrage and um, it's almost you know, people love to be outraged, but it's 
you know, but this sort of stuff is just unacceptable. You know, it's, I think we can take opinion, but this, this has no place um, yeah. ever, ever. You know, there's, it's not, um, there is no excuse. Uh, but, you know, look, the early comment around Eddie, look, Eddie mostly wants, that he wants people to be educated. He's a, <laughs> as you said, he's, he's someone who exists at the complete other spectrum um, to, to this. Uh, and, but, you know, I, I think as a football community, uh, we have to, A, call it out, a, you know, be educated, and then see um, only when someone's demonstrated that they're, you know, going to make a positive impact mm. that they can return to our game. So, yeah. Because the positive side of, of players with social media is the wonderful access you get. You get to see them talking among oh. themselves. You get Eddie puts up pictures in the, in the in the locker room or things after the game. Has his kids around. You get to know them. It, it ninety five percent of it feels great for the sport. Great for the interaction between players and fans. Is there any danger? Do you ever hear anyone talking, Andrew, about or, or players talking about maybe just doing away with it and saying, you know what, it's not worth it? Well, I think individual players have made that choice over time and you know, some take time out from it. Um, some have actually um, you know, ended their sort of social media profile um, for exactly those reasons. Either, mm-hmm. either they're, they're just not into yeah. you know, posting selfies or, um, or the like or they're you know, intensely private individuals as much as they play in a public um, sort of you know, industry. Uh, but there's certainly others that have have shelved it for a while, um, or as a result of the of some of the vitriol that comes your way. So you're right. Look, most of it's positive, and most of it's super engaging. And you know, I exist on that forum as well. And mm. it's, you know, you, you got to you got to be able to roll with the punches, and you, you take them when they come. But uh, but there's just you know, there's always a line, and um, and you know, this sort of stuff is a is a line that you know is clearly you know been stepped over. By a significant amount, and it, it said this is where you know, it sits different um, uh, to you know, to general outrage or opinion on on uh, you know, football related matters. Hmm. We'll have Eddie back on the show every week soon enough, but for now, send him our best, Andrew Fagan, the Crow CEO. Thanks very much for joining us today, Andrew. Good on you guys. It's good that he did that. You know, imagine being the person at the centre of it. You know, imagine being Eddie, and imagine mm. being Sean Burgoyne, and, and just thinking, "Oh, do I have to go out? Do I always have to be the one who goes out and?" Yeah, I shouldn't. You know, yeah, you should, everyone else should do it because everyone feels the same way. I mean, what do mm. you say? Mm. You know, it's so it, disgusting. Like, well, that but you feel like how many times can you say that? How yeah, many yeah. times can you say it's disgusting and appalling, and the people are idiots in this? Like, doesn't seem to matter. That's the frustrating thing. I was buying some nappies at um, Cumberland Park Woolworths on Friday, and um, this lovely young Indigenous woman working there as a checkout chip. We just got talking about this camp that they've just had, the yep. Indigenous Players Camp. Yeah. Don't even know how it came up or why she started talking to me about it, but we were just, she was so excited. She goes, Oh, I've seen all those boys. And we're, oh, we're talking about the photo. Did you see that photo of Cam Ellis Yeoman in the paper holding that fishing spear gun? <laughs> yeah. Dead set. If ever there's a bloke who makes you want to get along the next gen gym, yeah, but you know, yeah. and even then you've you got a snowball's chance, <laughs> that bloke is ripped. Uh, he's, yeah. He looks like the rock. <laughs> he does, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Particularly with the added bonus of holding a spear yeah. gun. But just looking at the joy on this woman's face. And I didn't even know if she was Port or Crows. Mm. But, you know, talking about all the different players who were there. Yeah. And, and to be able to hold her head so high and say, this is, this is my people achieving great things yep. at a level that no other group within the community can dream of. Mm. You know, white Australia is not overrepresented in the AFL. No. So, you know, just to tear it down like this maggot of a bloke did with his stupid comment, he should know he is, he is in a... a, a a, a miserably sad minority, and the voices of the the checkout chick at Woolworths, Cumberland Park—they're the ones I want to hear. Twenty-one after seven.